The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. The Virginia Department of Health, along with the Department of Education, released new guidance for pre-K through 12 schools yesterday as students prepare to resume in-person instruction. Megan Pauley reports. The guidance strongly recommends that school districts require all students, teachers and staff, to wear masks indoors regardless of vaccination status until vaccines are available for children under 12. At a minimum, it suggests a mask requirement for all middle and high school students who are not yet vaccinated. But it is just guidance, not a state mandate. And the state says school divisions can now implement their own local mask policies based on community transmission rates and vaccination rates. Megan Pauley, VPM News. Virginia Commonwealth University is requiring all students to be vaccinated against COVID-19 in order to return to the classroom in the fall. But according to the university's vaccine dashboard, less than 50 percent have verified they've received the shot. In a statement, a spokesperson for the school said students have a month-long grace period until August 16th to get vaccinated. If they miss that deadline, they run the risk of getting a hold on their account. Exemptions can be made for students who have religious or medical reasons for not getting the vaccine. The drinking water coming out of your tap is tested regularly, but a state inspector general report released last month found flaws in the state agency overseeing that work. Ben Pavier has more. The Virginia Department of Health is responsible for overseeing the state's drinking water through six regional offices. The Inspector General's audit found those offices have inconsistent enforcement in addressing problems, like late reports or possible contaminations. Adam Taggart helped write the report. We found instances where things dragged on longer than they should have and additional enforcement action should have been taken. The Office of Drinking Water oversees all water systems in Virginia, from city governments to small campgrounds. Dwayne Roadcap heads the office and says the vast majority follow the rules. The rest, he says, are often small and require flexibility. They don't have the economy of scale. They don't have professional engineers working on staff. Roadcap says the office is working on changes based on the audit. Ben Pavier, VPM News. 95% of U.S. hospitals are not complying with new rules that require them to post their prices online. That's according to a new report that surveyed 500 hospitals. Hospitals out of compliance include Chippenham and the VCU Medical Center in the Richmond area, as well as Centera's Norfolk General. Hannah Schuster of partner station WHRV reports. Many of the hospitals, like Sentara, have an online tool with price estimates, but they have not posted all the negotiated prices with insurance providers. That gives a better idea of what patients actually pay, says Cynthia Fisher from the group Patient Rights Advocates, which released the report. She says if hospitals posted even the raw data online, it could spur other companies to develop tools that make it easily searchable, sort of like travel websites do for flights. We know that When the hospitals post these prices, it gives power to the consumer. Fisher says the Biden administration needs to enforce the regulations. Hospitals are fined $300 a day for failing to comply, which she says is insufficient. 
A Sentara spokesperson said the health system has faced technical challenges producing some of the needed data files, but is working to meet the requirements later this year. That was Hannah Schuster of partner station WHRV. A Norfolk man who spent 22 years behind bars for a drive-by shooting in which those involved say he did not take part will now be released from prison. Governor Ralph Northam broke the news that he'd pardoned Bobby Mormon Jr. on a Zoom video call with Mormon and his family. The Virginian pilot reports the state's Court of Appeals and Supreme Court previously denied Mormon's appeals. It wasn't until the Innocence Project at the University of Virginia School of Law took up Mormon's case in 2015 that it got another look. He was originally sentenced to serve 48 years in prison. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on... Wednesday, July 21st at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. PM.